Oh, are we are we are we back? Yeah, the show is back. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Thanks everyone for coming back to Mind Your Business. You already know my name, so I'm not even going to say it again. I hope that you've had a great week. Oh my god. I feel like it's customary to just say your name at the beginning. Like no matter even the top the big shots introduce themselves. That's very true. I mean, I guess if the big shots do it, we might as well just be trendy and do it along with them. Um, <laughs> my name is Princess. I don't know why, but like, I always get so weird about saying my name because I always for is it weird that I forget that my name is Princess until I have to. Bring it up? <laughs> uh, no, I stumbled okay. pretty badly last episode. You really did a lot of. <laughs> j- 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 <laughs> you didn't know who you were. Identity crisis central, man. <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Um, and welcome to Mind Your Business. Welcome back. I'm John Michelle. And we're coming to you so not live, although we'd so love to. Um, from I'm from Montreal, or I'm in Montreal. I'm in New York. Dude, New York City, man. Claim, yeah, I'm, claim I'm in New, New York, York City. City. Like... Ugh, like, ugh, man. Over here, New York City is the default. Like, you have to say New York State if you're not talking about the city. That's what I mean. Well, I mean, I guess, but I just, you you know, like we said last week, you just, you rep, you rep New York City. New York City's hot. I mean, not right now, though. Not just because of the coronavirus, but gentrification is, you know, fucking everything up. Anyway, before we get into my socialist propaganda... Um, how's your week been, Jean Michel? Um, my week was it was okay. I got to play a lot of uh video games and I got a new a new article came out that I've been waiting for for a while. Yes, yes. I was working it on has. for a long time. It. Yeah. I remember Jean Michel texting me being like, dude, I don't know what's happening, man. They haven't published my article yet. Like <laughs> What's good, man? I'm like, dude, you need to like relax. Everyone's in a state of working from home. They will get back to you. And then his article got published. So yay, I'm clapping. Um, but yeah, we're so gonna get into that in a second. Um, did you do anything else this weekend? I mean, this week, not weekend, besides play like medieval feudal games. Ooh, are you gonna get the PS5? That's a good question. Mm, no. I don't. I don't right. think I will. Not until maybe like in. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna get the PS5. They don't have any games for it. So then why the did new they Xbox. release it? That's idiotic. I don't know. They're tech fiends out there that just want hardware. Like, have you seen the challenges that like men are doing for their wives and girlfriends just so that like they'll get them the PS5? I mean, come I, on. I don't. I don't get where that's coming from. Can't you? If you're like an adult, can't you just go get a toy that you want? Not if, not if it might mean that, like, you can't take your girlfriend out to a nice, I mean, you can't even really take your girlfriend out to a nice dinner right now. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! The Corona Chronicles continue. Oh my gosh. You know what's so crazy is, like, we're going to end up telling our kids some wild things. I don't know if you want children drawn, Michelle, but all I can think about is, you know how, like, in African households, parents do this thing, or just, like, in immigrant households in general, parents do this thing where they're, like, you know, when I was growing up, I had to, like, walk five miles to get to school, and we couldn't afford shoes. <laughs> Bruh, I can hit my kids with that shit now. I mean, like, 
don't know I'm lying. <laughs> yeah, we have a Great but Depression can... story now. Dude, we don't even have a Great Depression story. We lived through the 08, like, um, we lived through the 08 crash, stock market crash. We lived through the pandemic. My nigga, we lived through Trump, bruh. Like, that's it. <laughs> um, What else have we lived through? We lived through swine flu. But, like, swine flu wasn't even really that bad. Um, <laughs> bro, like, the millennials? We I have feel like, been I feel through... like swine, mentioning swine flu in the wake of COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I, just, I, need, I felt like I needed another thing. But, yeah, dude, like, millennials have lived through... We've lived through it. And, I mean, obviously, Black Lives Matter, without a doubt like we're we're in it but i feel like every every generation has had some form of something that like led to black lives matter um but yeah yeah bro i can't wait to hit my kids with that story this will be fun this will be really fun i'm looking forward to that (laughs) i'm looking forward to that moment where i can be like could you get me the remote and have it like be right next to me and then be like yo are you rolling your eyes do you know what i went through before i had you like I lived through the fucking coronavirus, bro. Like, and then, and then the your, your kids can tell you that they've lived through like seven hurricanes in the past month. And oh yeah, I just realized that we're gonna be. Times. Oh yeah, <laughs> wow, that is so fucking depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just realized. Oh yeah, global warming, man. It's only gonna get worse. Um, this week I what did I do this week? So this week. I kind of was just very antisocial. Um, I didn't really do much. I like the world's just like overall quite depressing. And because of that, I think that I've just been doing this thing where I've been like cocooning myself. So I've been like painting Mm -hmm. and drinking wine and painting and writing and drinking wine and writing. Um, I promise I don't have a problem. It's just I really like wine. And <laughs> I live around a bunch of French people. Clearly, all of you can tell that I, I've not really been doing many things with my week. And it's totally okay. Nobody's it's doing It's the time things. of... Exactly. It's the time of a pandemic, man. Be a little fucking weird. It's not like you can really leave your house anyway. So, you know, I do what I do. Um, all right. So... Let's get into this amazing article that you wrote. Right. That is titled. Do you, do you want to go for it? <laughs> I don't have the title in front of me. What, bro? <laughs> you wrote the damn thing. I didn't Why choose the title. Not... I didn't choose the title though. I still feel like it's worth. It's it's still worth knowing. I know what the title is because I, I like I have it here. Um. It is called. Wow, my internet is slow. Five ways to fix the policing problem in superhero stories. Right. It's on and the... if, if anyone's looking for the article by Jean-Michel, you can find it. Find on it the... on the front page of Vox Media's Polygon.com. Right above, <laughs> right above the, the Xbox, the new Xbox announcement. Yeah, I got, I got <laughs> higher billing than a new Xbox. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't know if it's still like that. Though. Go you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pr- I'm pretty proud of it. I'm proud of you too. I also love the fact that it's with Vox. I'm just like, ooh, Jean Michel, he's joining the big league. (laughs) 
Okay, so tell us about policing and superhero films. Well, basically, like, like people are sick of cops. And I was just wondering, like, if we're sick of cops, can are we also sick of, like, the cape-wearing cops? Oh, Batman. The fucking worst. <laughs> yeah, you have Batman. Even Spider-Man. Like, there's that new Spider-Man video game where he sings the Spider-Cop song. And, like, the mini games are, you, like, hunt down drug dealers. Even oh, though, even though, that, Yeah, you, like, petty criminals and shit like that. That's disturbing. You know, it's so weird. I've never really thought so much of Spider-Man. I think it's because of the fact that over the last couple of years, they've been kind of refining Spider-Man's image. What do you mean? Whereas Batman has remained static. Because, like, didn't they make a little black Spider-Man recently? Sorry, (laughs) superhero films are not entirely, like, my... Like, I don't really have the best knowledge of them. Honestly, if it wasn't for you, I really would not give two shits. <laughs> but this is quite important. So, you know, I did a little you, bit of homework. You, you Didn't you binge, like, the the new Avengers and Captain Marvel over quarantine? Okay, I don't appreciate the fact that you're putting my business out there, number one. <laughs> it's relevant. I'm trying to show your qualifications for this. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Also, I literally thought that you were about to out my, like, DC subscription that I had for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and now I just, like, binge-watched Harley Quinn. But, like, that, like, I really want to touch yourself. up on that, too. Um, I actually did. I just added <laughs> myself. Like, I low-key have fallen in love with comics. But back to Spider-Man... I guess I don't usually think of Spider-Man when I think of policing, although he goes after petty criminals, which is like, ugh, just anyway, hashtag be fun to police. <laughs> I, like I have issues with that. I think it's largely because it's like they've kind of changed like Spider-Man's image over the last couple of years. And when I say Spider-Man, I'm not talking about Zendaya's ex-boyfriend, that random white guy that I will never, ever remember his name. I'm talking He's Tony about Stark Jr. Whatever. Who cares? Fuck Tony Stark and him and Batman. Moving on. Um, <laughs> I was talking about the 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 little like Afro Latino boy. Miles Morales. Yes, Miles Morales. I was like, woo. However, now that we're bringing up how Spider Man goes after petty crime, I'm kind of like, oh my god, are they doing that thing where you know how? because of like the civil rights movement and stuff, they started having to let like black men be police officers because they thought it would, you know, quote unquote, create better relations with the air quotes community, which is literally some context for, oh, I don't know, black people. And (laughs) it turned into a situation where like black cops essentially became an agent for like white supremacy. And like, it actually exacerbated they had black like chaperones situation. on the plantations. They had black slave hunters. Yes, yes they yes they did. Mm. Why does everything lead back to slavery, man? Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so now my mind has changed completely about Spider Man. I'm actually now sticking him in the lot with, like, with Batman. And well, I think for me, Batman's. Wait, what were you gonna say? Well, with the with the new Spider Man with with Miles, and he's my brother, by the way, Afro Latino pride, right there. Um, mm-hmm. with Miles, it's kind of complicated because he's, he's a, well, first of all, he's black. He's also the son of a police officer. And in the comic, oh my God. yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, but in the comic, in the comics, that's actually like a big, a big plot line for him, like for him becoming 
like an individual and the clashes he has with his dad because his dad is a police officer he's he's very anti-spider-man like i feel the original comic he appeared in was written by a white guy brian michael bendis it's it's kind of like simplistic they they really need to stop stuff. letting white people write for black folk like but it's, oh it's still it's still it's by and large i think it's very well written I, I recommend reading the original ultimate spider-man with miles is it on the DC app? Because if it's on the DC app, I'll check it out. <laughs> you're gonna be murdered. You're gonna be murdered by comic book Twitter for saying Spider Man is DC. Um. Oh. Oh well. I Show mercy. genuinely do not. Oh, is he Marvel? Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Spider Man is Marvel's mascot. Or, or Marvel, which is actually the proper pronunciation <laughs> of it. So like, there there was that comic by the white dude. Now there's a newer comic written by Saladin Ahmed. Um, and it's. It's a great book because he actually investigates like the race aspect of Miles a lot more in depth, and if and he addresses like the the, the discrepancy between like trying to be a hero for your community but also like policing the community. He he makes Miles do things that are less police like and more like like uh care, taking care of kids in the neighborhood and stuff like that. Oh, that's amazing! Okay, now I for sure have to read about this Miles kid, man. Like. Now I'm just waiting to see who they cast. In the in the movies, if if, if and when they decide to make a film, well, Did they, they already, make a they film. Already, they made a they made an animated movie. The no, Into I mean I mean like an actual film in person. <laughs> but Into I, the like, Spider Verse is, is is the a lot of people say it's the best Spider Man movie. I I think Spider Man Two is still the best Spider Man movie, but Into the Spider Verse is pretty good. But I mean, also, don't get me. Don't also, get it me doesn't wrong. it doesn't go into the cop thing very well. I didn't mention it in my article. And I was afraid people would, like, murder me for it, but that hasn't happened yet. Okay, well, I'm super glad about that. Okay, so with Batman, on the other hand, though... He's he's just a cop. I just always never liked Batman. Like, I've never liked Batman. I'm literally just, like... Batman represents everything that is so fucking wrong with society. Like, and I'm I don't just mean because of the fact that, like... He's a straight white dude. I mean the fact that he's a straight white dude with a fuck ton of money. <laughs> His company does a fuck ton of dumb shit that exploits the planet. And then it creates a bunch of problems, which end up leading people into poverty and then creates crime. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to put on a fucking cape, use my money to build. A-. Like, he just reminds me of a rich boy with toys like and an adrenaline junkie like that's literally he, all he, does he is <laughs> yeah so like jeff bezos is that you because <laughs> i think jeff bezos does crossfit jeff bezos has gotten real swole that after over, the, like the last oh, decade af- oh i thought i was talking about like after the the dick pic thing or whatever what dick pic <laughs> please please share no we're not me. what this is, is old them? news i don't want to go into this what in the what no, 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 no. What the fuck? What in the Amazon <laughs> Web Services is happening? You mean to tell me that this man controls the fucking internet at this point and he couldn't get rid of a dick pic? <laughs> bruh, I'm sorry. I feel like I gave him way too much of a compliment by calling him fucking Batman. Like, bruh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. But people forgot about it magically well we did it we sure as hell just brought it right the fuck back i'm sorry i just i feel like at the end of the day if you have a fuck ton of power and a fuck ton of money stupid things should not be happening to you and as soon as i said all of that i realized who the fuck is the president of the united states and now i have to take it back 
like Batman reminds me of all of those rich people who start up like charities that aren't even really charities because you know tax in America for those who yeah well it's not just tax write-offs but you know that you can create a charity and classify it under a specific tax code and put money in it like it's a savings account and not put a single cent actually towards the charity <laughs> like the, the mission of the charity that you created and so it's just like Batman represents all of that for me and you know what's so weird is it's like even though I I'm still going to own the fact that I'm not super duper into superheroes. Mm-hmm. I've never liked Batman. Even before I understood how like systematic racism works and policing works, I've never ever liked we Batman. Wouldn't, we would not have gotten along as children. I don't know why I feel like I needed to stress that. Because Batman was my favorite superhero no. when I was a kid. I would have spit in your face and told you that Batman is stupid. And then we would have turned into adults and you would realize I was right. Like all he would literally need to do is distribute his wealth and we wouldn't even have a problem. Like he wouldn't need to be Batman. But that's the problem, isn't it? He wants to be Batman. He's an adrenaline DC junkie. DC wants him to be Batman. Like He's like their flagship whatever. character. And you know why? It's because of the fact that we all, this is, like, I think that to a certain degree, we're all so embroiled in this narrative of good and evil, or, like, right and wrong, that we really, and we're brought up with those ideas as children because we watch these sort of superhero movies that we really never, like, take time to think to ourselves, how do people like how do villains turn into villains right yeah. and it's such a problem for me because like i think that superhero films are such a form of narrative hijacking and like what is um narrative hijacking narrative hijack so narrative hijacking is essentially taking something it's largely about like a marginalized group and then centering it but using whiteness to center it is the best mm-hmm. example. So, for example, so um, like a couple of days ago, I watched this film called Code 8. And it was like one of those independent films. Like, I don't even remember half the names of like <laughs> the actual actors themselves. But the whole idea is that like there are pretty much everyone's a human being, but some human beings are born with powers. Oh, my God. I feel like this might sound a little... I'm weirdly getting, like, I'm feeling the ghost of Nick Cannon <laughs> creeping up behind me. We said um, we're not going to talk about but it. But anyway, um, and so there, so everyone's pretty much a human being, but there's some human beings that are born with powers, and then there's some that are not. And so, like, what ends up happening is these human beings who are born with powers are literally police. They're forced to register everywhere. They're literally others. Mm-hmm. They're essentially forced to become criminals. And what I think is so interesting as well as in their casting, I'm guessing because these people are supposed to be criminals, all of the periphery people are black, but the main characters or the people who have actual lines are Native Americans. Are no, uh, are white. <laughs> and it's interesting too because the cops and because it's really it's it's it has a lot to do with police interaction with people from this community. And so there's one cop who's white who literally talks about framing the main character and putting drugs in his house so they could arrest him. And then there's another cop who's Asian, who's like more sympathetic because his daughter is, uh, is has powers. 
And I'm literally just like, oh my God, this is literally everything that's wrong with society. And it bothers me because I'm just like, this is literally fucking narrative hijacking. Like right. it is. It completely is narrative hijacking. Yeah, it's like with the X-Men um, and them because, trying to be a metaphor for, for racial injustice. Or... Right, exactly. Oh my God, the show, The Gifted. Don't get me wrong, yo. I fucking love that show, but it's hard to not watch that show and be like, wait, wait a second. So y'all mean to tell me y'all are fucking cool with, aliens and all this shit like you can have like mercy and like understand their plight but god help you when you actually see like actual black people suffering and you're just like (laughs) anyway when's the new x-men movie coming out and i'm just like what (laughs) it makes no sense and it's like and you know on one hand i want to be able to enjoy art and films about fantasy and people with powers and all these things but it's hard to occupy the bodies that we occupy and watch these films and watch people like empathize with these characters and not want to like slap the shit out of everyone in the theater. Cause you're just like, it's one of those things where it's like, it gives me like narrative hijacking vibes. And like, when I think about like Superman and Wonder Woman and like, you know, the Isle of like Themyscira. Wow. I actually know a lot about <laughs> superheroes i'm feeling very uncomfortable with myself right now um (laughs) i do i think i got the bug from you i blame you for this um but i think it's just like it's one of those things where i also so i got into watching like harley quinn i binged watched all three seasons on dc i was here for it i loved the the queer storyline and stuff what i thought was really interesting was like all of these villains were put into arkham And a lot of them had powers or, like, whatever. And it was, like, kind of disturbing to me because I was, like, in a weird way, we make the villains. We do. And when I think of someone like Superman or, like I said, Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel or all these other superheroes that have powers, and even in the case with X-Men, I'm like, this is awesome, and this is great, but it's weird because, you know what's so disappointing is it's like, they're success stories. Like I said, it's hard to not look at superheroes with Mm -hmm. powers and how people love them and how people feel for them and not think about yourself as a Black individual, largely because these superheroes are the success stories. Now think about when in the initial stages when people couldn't control Superman or control his powers or like even in Harley Quinn, I forget the name of the 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 character who has like the power to control nature. Oh, oh, Poison Ivy? But like they put, yeah, her Poison Ivy. They put her in Arkham because they couldn't control her. So it's very like, it's one of those things that's just like disappointing and annoying largely because they're the success stories and as black people we have our own success stories as well i mean think of all the greats the great entertainers nina (laughs) simone beyonce jay-z fuck it even kanye west god be with him we we really need to do like a seance or something for his soul like it's such uh it's so fucking my my objection my objection Uh, to any like analogies between superheroes and in black people is that superheroes have powers and black people fundamentally do not 
but like although we fundamentally do not like let's be real this this idea of the other right the other with superpowers or the other with not or the it's just this idea of the other like superheroes with powers are othered at some point in time the same way i think that black people are have been othered right but then when we show that like we could do a little bit of a two-step or we can <laughs> you know like make like build a country for fucking free and never get fucking paid oh you know so it's just it's personally for me i think that that's why superheroes as much as i really want to be able to like get into it it does something to my spirit. Like I get really emotional because I'm like, why can you love them but not love us? And it makes sense because the superheroes with superpowers that are alien from other planets, well, they're the ones who made it. And like I said, I don't have to point it out. Like you see the fact that like, although in general, globally, people have a weird way of interacting with black folks. But you know they love themselves some Rihanna. It's just, it's so weird because everyone globally can, I think, to a certain degree, identify with superheroes and love superpowers and all this stuff. But, like, bruh, in my mind, like, you know, Black people may not have superpowers in the fanatical sense. But we, in our, in and of ourselves, are pretty fucking fan fantastic and like i don't know i've, I've been on an afropessimism trip lately i know i've been worrying about <laughs> like you know don't get me wrong i will on the low continue to love love superheroes but i do think that at some point the narrative if we're not going to call superhero films a form of narrative hijacking that means that reality needs to be fucking altered in some way so that I can watch a superhero film and not like feel this sort of bittersweet feeling creep over me. You know, like I would love to be able to ingest all forms of art Mm -hmm. without thinking about, you know, everything else that's happening in the world. But that's so fucking impossible. I don't know how you do it. But then again, this is this is going to be an affront to black men. But usually black men are usually real capable of just... <laughs> just rolling? Rolling right I mean, on through. But, you know. <laughs> that, that, that's a good segue. That's Let a good segue into the mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of minding their business, who's your mind your business for this week? My mind, my mind your business Tell us. is the... Condé Nast and like other white media companies that are just now discovering black photographers and taking pictures of black women and and like fucking it up horribly. Yeah. Ah, Jesus, take the fucking wheel! <laughs> hey, Mm-mm. I'm so not Christian. Like I don't, I don't really prescribe to a, like organized religion, but I cross myself <laughs> because I close my eyes and I just saw that like picture of viola davis and simone biles in my head and i was just like what the fuck were they doing <laughs> it was not it was not it guys well to be fair i i'm gonna make an admission here i actually like the viola davis cover when i first saw it like without any context i liked it without too. any context without any like added baggage i i thought she looked great in it and 
her hair and skin was captured beautifully. I just thought it was it was a good cover, or or just good photo. I mean, I thought it was okay. I thought it was a great photo because I I do think that they were like, although I thought it was a great photo, I was just very annoyed because I thought to myself, so y'all are clearly going with the strong black woman trope, right? Like. I loved everything about the picture, but I felt like because of the fact that I had seen pictures with, you know, Rihanna and Beyonce. Oh, I just realized, I I think that those are literally the only black women that they've had on their cover. (laughs) The thing that's so like weird for me was, oh, I saw it and I was like, okay, so we're going for the strong black woman trope and... Like, there's just so many more layers to this woman. And it kind of made me wonder, you know, it may, and also, I, this is, this is going to sound kind of weird because I thought the lighting was great, but it would make sense if that picture was not the cover. I think right. it would make sense if that picture was in the magazine, like in the spread right, and itself. the photographer, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, Dar- Dario Calmezzi, Dario Calmis. Or maybe it's like the Game of Thrones guy, Dario. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, well, so my bad. Calmis... Right. <laughs> like, Cal- said that the that photo was not intended to be the cover, at least when he took the photo originally. So once again, we're back in the situation where we're just like, so this is this is what I mean by trends, bro. Like, black people are a fucking trend, and it's so annoying <laughs> because like we're fucking people. We shouldn't be trendy, like. Clearly, they didn't have a black person sitting at this table being like, y'all need to do my woman, Viola, better than this. Because, like, black women, and particularly, like, dark-skinned women, like, we are more than just the strong black woman trope. Like, that is, in and of itself, to a certain degree, that trope is killing us to a certain, like, it, it does, yeah. you know? It it really does. It, play, there's, it plays a reason why, like, they don't give us pain meds in hospitals when we're actually in pain and they don't listen to us and all and these black things. Black girls can't be, so can't it's be just, girls, can't be children. Yeah, exactly. So it's just one of those things where I look at the the picture, I'm like, this is a beautiful picture. But I know y'all motherfuckers had other ones, all right? I know that you did. And it makes me wonder about, like, you know, I don't know what Viola's team is like in comparison to rihanna or beyonce's team because i feel like with rihanna and beyonce they needed to come correct like vanity fair would have had to like come correct like you know beyonce doesn't play with that like shit beyonce is at the table she's leading the conversation and i'm not saying that viola davis didn't like we're not a part of we don't know the privy but at the end of the day although they gave viola a fantastic picture they could have gone with a very different cover now Simone, hey, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> what 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 happened? Honestly, I I feel like if I were Simone, I would sue. I would sue. <laughs> I would sue. Someone, someone would have to pay. Someone would have to pay for that. That is. That was it. Was a photo taken by taken by renowned photographer Annie Lebovitz. Um. 
You can't be renowned if you don't know how to take <laughs> fucking pictures of black people. Apparently you can. But, you know, this calls into question the history of... Okay, so you know that, like, colored imaging was not created for, for people of color. It wasn't created for black people. So I think Vox did an amazing special on this. It was largely sponsor is not Vox. So that, like Vox, like this podcast yeah, is not, not affiliated with Vox. Only I just wrote an article for them once. Oh yeah, because I just realized that we mentioned <laughs> them a lot. But Vox did this like special on um the history of photography. So like colored colored photography, colored lenses, whatever. I don't remember what it's called. But essentially, part of the reasons why the color brown was supposed to, like they wanted to be able to take picture of furniture. It was for a furniture magazine so that they could sell oak and all the other brown colored furniture. However, oh, I don't know. Skin looks very different <laughs> than wood. <laughs> Are you so, sure? to a certain What about like, for Groot? <laughs> I am Groot. Um, I, got you to, so I got you to do your superhero like, geek thing again. I know. Stop <laughs> making me geek out. It's bothering me. I hate using time as a reference because I feel like being in a shitty system or being in a shitty world shouldn't have anything to do with the time you're in. I think it should just, it's just the people. But I'm like, sis, you mean to tell me that you were about to take a picture of a bomb ass, like amazing black star athlete and like, you? oh, I, I just, I don't know. I'll have words. I saw that magazine cover and I was like, Jesus, take the wheel. And the disappointing thing too is like, the people who film Insecure could have done so much better for Simone. <laughs> they could have taken her pictures real nice, real nice. You can't be a world-renowned fucking photographer and not know how to take a picture of someone who's black. Like, fuck out of here. Done, period, point blank. What like what did you think? Were you speechless when you saw the Simone picture? The Simone picture was bad. I, um, yeah. I was, I mean, I guess you could say she looked golden. Maybe they were going for like an Olympian. If I'm being charitable, maybe the photographer is going for like a Greek Olympics kind of thing. Like a golden Aww, goddess. Jean Michel, my ever so optimistic <laughs> friend. But yeah, I just don't know why she looks just so washed out. And what about her hair? What do you think about her hair? Bruh, they clearly didn't have someone who knew how to do black <laughs> hair. Or... As usual. I, I don't know. Like, once again, like, ugh. This is what happens when people are trends and they're not treated as, oh, I don't know, fucking people. Like, so this is the issue is you put black people on your magazines to sell magazines to make your organization feel like, you know, they're supporting black folk, but you're not giving them a chance to sit at the table. Like, um, my mind your business for um, this week goes to... <laughs> representative yoho <laughs> okay so representative yoho and it's like okay it seems to me like before i get into it because i feel like i say the name everyone knows what i'm talking about <laughs> it seems like these guys like these people with these names who are largely white funny uh -huh. enough just by their name you already know that they've done something stupid you know like if i wasn't really paying attention to the news and i heard mitch mcconnell I wouldn't think of anything. But then when I see his face, I'm like, whew, okay, Mitch McConnell. But you, your name is fucking Representative Yoho. <laughs> like, I I saw that name pop up on my timeline, and I already knew someone done fucked up. It was, like, with Anthony Weiner. <laughs> I mean, I guess even with Mitch McConnell, his name kind of sounds like Connell. But, um, 
<laughs> that's a reach. Yeah, he's definitely conning the American people. <laughs> that's for sure. So Representative Yoho is a grade A asshole. If there's anyone who is fucking disgusting, who is a fucking bitch, it's definitely him. Because mm-hmm. he is one disrespectful motherfucker. I didn't even know about him until and this whole incident. I'm assuming he's, he's no a dipshit. No one did. Though. Oh, I mean, okay, let's be, okay. So I'm going to use his words. He is a father with two daughters and a wife. And so I guess he thinks that that gives him the, you know, excuse to be a fucking dipshit. And as AOC said it best, bro, you literally just gave every man that encounters your daughters, your wife, the chance to be a dipshit by being a dipshit to her. And like, her response was just so fucking beautiful yeah. and flawless. And, like, AOC, honestly, like, she is going to be, like, my person. Fuck, fuck a person of the year. <laughs> She's going to be my person for the, for the next five years, honestly, with that. Because she literally was like, yo, like, how are you sitting up here? His apology wasn't even a fucking apology. He did one of those, I'm sorry if but I didn't say blah, blah, blah. Everything that the, like, he's doing the whole alternative facts, right. fake news bullshit. He essentially was, he essentially said, oh, that um, he actually never, you know, called her a bitch. And I'm like, at the end of the day, man, like, you're fucking disgusting. And not only is he disgusting, but like, ugh. AOC came and was just like, dude, like, you know, I'm someone's child too. You can't stand up here and say that the fact that you have daughters and a wife makes you a good person or it makes you an honorable man. No, it really doesn't. And I feel like it speaks so much louder to like how men are. Like there's this whole idea that men don't start respecting women until they have daughters. And I'm so glad that AOC brought that up because that's not, first of all, that's not true. Right. And that's not possible. You know, because oh, no, before you no had a daughter and a wife, you had, <laughs> before you had a daughter and a wife, don't say that. There's, there's lots of hope for you. You are a very respectful man. Don't even, I will, I will always defend you on that one thing. <laughs> and like, it's so disrespectful to women when like men like to say that they don't want daughters because then like, they're going to have to like deal with, you know, other boys coming around and they know how boys think and blah 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 and it's just like so disturbing and I'm so glad that she like brought that up because like at the end of the day it shouldn't take you having a wife and daughters like you came from a woman first of all and it's just like basic human respect and I think that that's the one thing that's so disappointing is it's like men don't fully consider women to be human unless they are of some relation to them or they see them as, you know, potential partners that automatically enlists them for respect or men have these warped ideas of what respect is and like what respect is to women. And it's just like her response was so amazing and so powerful. It was almost hard to not cry when she was talking about it because I was just like I was like holy shit 
I feel seen and I feel heard. You know, like big ups to that. Also, let's be let's be real clear. Like there have been studies done about this. Mm-hmm. If you exhibit stri- traits of misogyny as a man, it is a slippery slope. Like if you're a misogynist, it's not that hard for you to like essentially become homophobic, racist, all of those things. Like those things are it's a very slippery a slope and like it is it is a full package right because now i'm looking at this like bro- guy yoho like so you clearly think it's okay to disrespect women so clearly obviously you definitely hate poor people you definitely hate poor black people like because the conversation that they were having where as he was walking away he called her a fucking bitch after he called her disgusting to her face was because she was like um, because she was pointing out to him because he approached her. Mm. See, he didn't mind his fucking business. See, <laughs> this is why we're telling him to do it. He went up to her being like, oh, like, you know, your, like, allegations about, like, crime, oh, poverty leading to crime is, like, bullshit or whatever. And he actually did call say it was bullshit. And she was like, no, it's not. There are studies, blah, blah, blah. So is this guy just so trying I'm to justify just his like, career as Batman? Is that how this all started? I don't, I don't think he's rich, <laughs> but you, we all know that he's probably taking money from people who are just as rich as Batman. That's why he's saying the dumb shit he's saying. And obviously, I don't. Although I don't think that he actually genuinely cares or wants to apologize or whatever, I also feel like this is going to sound weird, but I think that his base of supporters are going to love the fact that he called AOC a bitch. But I also hope that you know they hear her response and are kind of just like even though i may not like aoc because she's a woman and she's also hispanic maybe i could at least respect the fact that like she's someone's child but probably not but unfortunately say lovey this is the world we what do you think of all the all the democrats that are that are saying aoc responded like like the new york times said like she she was a she was burning bridges and in, uh, advancing her brand by by talking about this, and, they can suck. <laughs> and the Democrats are saying she's like being hostile or stuff. They can, the male Democrats, of Demo- course, they're yeah. gonna say that. I mean, but but also it makes sense. Like there's, you know, that there's literally like a this really amazing activist in Montreal made a chart that shows how when women of color enter into spaces that are predominantly white even in, and this was for progress, supposedly progressive liberal spaces, what happens is they're usually welcomed with open mm-hmm. arms. And then from open arms, they they end up getting into maybe a couple of skirmishes or whatever because people aren't listening to their ideas. Wow, no one, no one literally is listening to AOC. <laughs> they never do, right? And then over time, as conflicts escalate because people aren't listening to her and she's not feeling heard, and she's trying to do her best as a representative and a legislature legislator, they end up calling her hostile. And, you know, to a certain degree, that's it, it ends up pushing women of color and black women out of these spaces, right? Also, to be quite fair, I don't think they get rid of AOC. She is not fucking around. No, she won an alliance. So anyone who's saying that right, like so anyone who's saying that like she's burning bridges or blah 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 can really really come suck my left ovary (laughs) oh i like i can't as much as i can't wait 
to like have a daughter and teach her to be badass. Like from a very young age, my daughter will know how to be real witty and kick ass. <laughs> However, it's so disappointing that I have to teach her how to do that to combat idiots like Representative Yoho. Right. And the thing is, these people don't just exist in the vacuum. Like they're made societies create men like this and support men like this and elect them as president and you know what a bitch is tired this bitch right here talking to all of you is tired so what do we do we tell assholes like yoho to mind their business or we hope that they i don't know explode in a meth lab go to prison they probably you know it's one end or another <laughs> yoho needs to go for show honestly oh i love that that should be like he needs to fucking like i don't know he needs to fucking resign and i think the thing too is it's like yo it's a no I'm, I'm saying that he i'm not even saying that he resigned for largely what he said i'm saying that he needs to resign because of the system that he fucking represents but of course he's not going to resign because he knows he can get away with it and it's like how much how much longer are we gonna have conversations about like straight white dudes white dudes who just get away with fucking everything up like bro we've been having this conversation since white people have existed <laughs> white men have existed Ooh, they need to be put in arkham they should build a real arkham and just put them all in there well i'm i'm prison abolitionist so i don't i don't, I don't even i'm think, a prison abolitionist as i don't well. even think we, they deserve that I think I think okay so maybe intense therapy, intense therapy like or just intense killing amounts of yeah <laughs> I mean eat the rich yeah so thank you so much for listening to us I hope that you enjoyed our commentary and tune back in um on our next episode yes mind your business mind your business people I just that was good. That was awesome.